Welcome to the Christian Life Coach Collective. I am your host, Laura Malone, and we're here to talk about life coaching, entrepreneurship, leading yourself well, and lots of spirit-led life and business strategies. So thanks for joining me on this journey, and let's jump into today's episode. All right, so this is very fun. The last episode was number 223 in 2023, and the first episode of 2024 is two. Two four, I didn't make that up. I couldn't have tried. <laughs> so today I want to begin the new year with my list of what successful people pursue. The, the things that they want to be, have, do, and know. And I don't mean like an end result. Um, I'm talking about a journey, a journey towards being a successful person in any area of your life, not just regarding money or business, but like for your personal life in any way, any area. I want to talk about the things that I have been compiling and I'm going to tell you, sure, there's more, but I'm going to stick with this. It's a pretty long list. I'm going to go through it pretty quickly, but I want you to actually absorb it and think, How can any of these things apply to my life? How can I pursue them? Because I know a lot of people are thinking about January and the new year and the the new you, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm going to give you a list of things that I believe are part of a growth process and a successful journey in any area of life. I would tell clients this. I would tell my children this. I speak to myself and tell myself these things. So I want you to think about these things. Think about what you want to focus on, what you want to take with you. What do you want to step into? How do you want to become the person that you are called to be, right? Number one, resilience. When there is fear or there is failure, resilience and uh, becoming a resilient person who I, I think about like those very tall buildings that are in some place like, let's say Japan, the skyscraper buildings that are actually built so that if there's an earthquake, they're supposed to move. They, I can see them moving during an earthquake. And the, the fact that they move actually makes them more safe and secure to be in when an earthquake, because it's, it's like there's a resilience built into them. The next thing would be an acceptance of change. I heard somebody say that if we didn't have change, we wouldn't have butterflies. And I think if you wanted to resist change, then you have to resist like your own personal ability to grow and become somebody, you know, and do anything better. Going from not as great to something better is actual change. So if you don't want to accept change in one way, you have to accept that you would be cutting out the good change that you like and pursue, accepting that change is part of life, that adaptability is, uh, well, that's another one, adaptability, being able to not just accept it, but adapt to the change in our life. The next one I would say, and none of these, these are not in an order, like one is any better than number, you know, 10. So I will say, I think discipline self-discipline and learning how to have not just a discipline, but a self-control in your own life, I think is a very top 
habit or a mindset or um, characteristic of success and a pursuit of balance. I think the balance is very, very necessary in life. And we can see in our world, in our culture, how easy it is for things to get out of balance, leading to higher anxiety or higher, like greater depression, or there's just so much in our life that we have to balance. There's so many things in front of us that having a pursuit of balance and whatever that means to you in the season that you're in, I think is part of success. I will always tell you lifelong learning. (laughs) That is definitely a piece of success that I've tried to sow into my children. I want to pour it into you as a listener. I, I want my coaches and my clients to understand that more just being a learner, loving to learn, not exactly being told what to learn, but learning how to learn so that you have a constant desire to grow and learn, whether you're reading books, auditing a class online, or just spending time with people who know things that you don't know, whatever it is, I think is very valuable. Semper Gumby. That means always flexible. Flexibility is, again, it goes It goes with that resilience. It goes with adaptability. And then pair that with some humility. Like if somebody else in the room has a better idea than yours, even if the, your idea is amazing, have humility and say, you know what? I'm going to support your idea. Let's go with that. I think it's, in, it's fantastic. And humility before the Lord is one of the most beautiful things. Uh, there's a book. Uh, it's called, it's actually called, Humility, and it's a fantastic book by uh, Andrew Andrew Murray, I believe is that he's just a really amazing um, man of God, not with us anymore, but amazing book. Teachability is something that I'm always looking for in if I'm going to hire somebody, if I'm going to work with somebody, even in my kids, I'm like, be teachable. Oh my gosh, it will change the life that you live if you're teachable in front of every opportunity, every person. You can learn something. And if you're teachable, you could be a lifelong learner and not be teachable. You can go pursue knowledge and still never change, right? Teachability is super important. Intentionality and focus are two of the things that if you can take action all day long. But that's like when I talk about one tree focus from the book Essentialism, if you're running around the backyard and you're trying to chop down one tree, but you keep hitting 10 trees with a bat, you don't have the right tool and you don't have any focus and your intentionality is off. So getting intentional about what it is you want to go after and dialing in your focus is really important. Um, Time wisdom. I just think Learning how to manage yourself within the time that you do have. Everybody has the same 24 hours and there is no reason to say you don't have time for something because you're making choices about what you give your time to. You just got to learn to manage yourself within the same 24 hours. Everybody else who's getting a ton of stuff done and being successful, they're doing it. The difference in the 24 hours is they are using their time wisely. They're saying yes to the right things, saying no to the right things. And um, they're also intentional and focused. (laughs) So 
Uh, communication skills. Learning how to use your words. I heard uh, somebody say, why stare when you can speak? And I thought, oh, so solid. Yeah, why don't you use your words? But learning how to communicate to people, learning your communication style, do a little research about it and communicate with the most significant others in your life better and learning inter and intrapersonal communication skills. And on top of that, communication with the Lord, just talk to him all day long. You don't have to get um, on your knees next to your bed to be able to pray. Just talk to Jesus. He's always right there. He is your friend. He wants to chat. So is your dad. Okay. Now I would say the next thing is integrity. And I would, I would put that in there with honesty, not the kind of honesty that's meant to, you know, make sure you're right or make sure other people know they're wrong (laughs) or that's meant to, um, hurt or undercut somebody, but having an honest value system, moral, uh, compass and integrity which means doing the thing that you said you would do, right? Following through and having a plumb line of who you are on the inside and outside, that those two things are in alignment. And then developing relationships. You've got to have a network of people if you are going to be successful in any one area. Go find some like-directed people who want to go the same direction or at least have gone that direction or value the direction you're going and get into relationships with people who are going to support, encourage, and equip you in the way that you're going and whatever it is you're pursuing success in. Accountability is kind of along the same lines. Ask somebody to hold you accountable. Are you moving forward? Are you taking action? Are you buffering? Are you getting off track? Are you shaving a yak? You know, (laughs) those things. Are you not focused? Um, If you can be answering to somebody who meets you in the way that you can be held accountable best, that's going to really help you. And having an attitude of gratitude. I know it's cliche, but seriously, the the positive benefits and impact of being grateful throughout the day is really powerful. And line that up with some good self-awareness, being able to observe yourself and take stock of what you're thinking and believing, what's going on in your paradigm, what is happening in your soul, who are you, how are you showing up to the world, how are people experiencing you? Self-awareness is one of the top characteristics of a successful person. I really think so. Now, I'm going to tell you somebody can be successful in business and not successful in other areas of their life because they lack self-awareness. Maybe they're just so aware of the one skill they have that made them successful in business, but they have no relationships that are healthy, or maybe they don't have any relationships at all. Maybe they have no balance in their life. Maybe there is no wisdom or whatever it is. So I'm talking about the type of self-awareness that is holistic in nature and helps you step outside of yourself, observe what's going on, make um, wise decisions about changing, transformation, repentance, all of those things. And I think successful people dream. I think they dream. I think they get curious. I think they get creative. I think they try things. I think they explore and experiment. So don't shove down the dreams that are in your heart. They're meant to be there for a reason. I think successful people desire to show up as at their best and pursue 
excellence, but understand done is better than perfect. And there is a process. Practice makes progress. Okay. So have a desire to have clean hands and a pure heart to show up wonderfully in everything that you do. But don't shame yourself if you're still in process. Okay. You're supposed to be in process. That's just the point. And I think successful people have a passion for life and a passion to enjoy life, passion for something that they want to reach success in, passion and a solid reason why, really connected. And there's a commitment to that too. So being a person who can make a committed decision, that means you're going to take the next ones, which are ownership and responsibility. So making committed decisions And that means taking ownership and responsibility for the thing that is in front of you. Now you have to accept imperfections and weaknesses and leverage them somehow and invite people who are strong where you're not and invite the Lord to show up in your, in your life in areas that, you know, really just can't handle on your own. I think that that is... I don't know. I think it's just in certainly in our culture, social media and comparison, I think being able to accept your imperfections and your weaknesses and failures is a, is actually part of resilience and um, shame resiliency. So building the uh, acceptance in that resiliency up is really important. Learning to embrace uncertainty is super valuable and not thinking that everything must be sure and certain before you take any forward action or take baby steps, you know, embrace the uncertainty and know that God is with you no matter what happens. Become a great negotiator for success and learn how to give and take, learn how to barter, right? (laughs) Have a lower tolerance for all of the lies, the unbelief, and the limitations that you've lived with in your life. And I think part of becoming successful in any area is getting rid of the stuff that doesn't belong there. It's cleaning house. It's cleaning out the castle. It's getting even doing a brain dump and just letting all that stuff go, get thrown away with a piece of paper. Don't believe that stuff anymore. Those lies, the shame, the um, limiting beliefs, the unbelief, the fear, all of it. Let go of it, right? And uh, have just a low tolerance for letting those things stay in your life, which leads me to probably my, maybe one of my top three is I think successful people learn and pursue um, taking their thoughts captive and managing their minds. I, I'm just going to say, I think it's a spiritual, (laughs) a a spiritual strength and a soul strength to be able to do that. And I, um, I hope that in my podcast and in my coaching and my courses that I am part of helping you to develop that skill. And, uh, let's see, next would be having a value for yourself. Just valuing your capacity, your worth, believing that you're 100% worthy right now, 
without doing anything else. You're 100% worthy to Jesus. The minute God thought of you before the creation of the world, you were 100% worthy and you have great capacity and incredible capability and he is with you and for you. So who can be against you, right? So value who you are and your story, no matter what you've done, no matter who you've been, no matter where you've gone, it's okay. Have a value for who you are and set boundaries so that you're not giving yourself away for free or being stomped on like a a rug. Like have boundaries that value who you are, your pursuits, your passions, your promises, your identity, uh, value and set boundaries around you and release love into your life. Like I'm not, I don't, I know that I think, um, well, let me back up. I think that self-love is real. (laughs) I think loving yourself in a way that it puts you above others and God, I don't think that's going to be healthy. I don't think it's going to work out for you. But I do believe that we're called to love ourselves and not shame ourselves and not break ourselves down. And so if we want to talk about like, don't shame yourself, don't break yourself down, don't talk about yourself negatively. Well, then we have to talk about the other side is like, well, the only way we do that is because we actually believe we're worthy of love and we're worthy of loving ourselves. And I think when we break down who we are, what we look like, how we, what we've done, and we break it all down, it's working against loving ourselves. God loves us and he doesn't want us to break down the temple of the Holy Spirit, which is what we are. So loving ourselves, loving who we are right now in the midst of our process as we are, our souls are in a restorative process. Let's just, I love me, right? And I don't love me more than God. I'm, I'm not the idol. I'm not worshiping me, but I can still love me. If I'm going to love the people around me, what's wrong with loving me, right? And loving our bodies the way that they are so that we release love and, and um, truth into our bodies instead of shame. Being non-judgmental is right in there with that. And just practicing becoming a um, non, not judgmental again towards ourselves and everybody else and all the things going on in the world. And also just having a bit of a non-attachment, which is a bit of a coaching skill that can be practiced, anybody can gain, but having a non-attachment to everybody else's outcomes, right? It's not, it's going to hold you back if you're so attached to what everybody else is doing and the outcomes and the results around you. Um, Practicing failing. Failure is like a part of a success. I think you will never be a successful person if you resist failure. And so if you expect resistance, because resistance is always out there. There's an enemy that hates you, right? <laughs> so there, there's going to be resistance. But practice letting failure be part of the process. It's beautiful. Failure teaches you so much more than success does. And it's everything you need to do on the way to success. So let it be step number one, two, three, ten, one hundred, one thousand, and fifteen thousand. All of those steps are not, are called failure, and then you will find success, and it's going to be so, so dialed in and really beautiful. 
And I strongly believe top five, maybe top three, pursuing wisdom, the wisdom of God, the wisdom of the word, the wisdom of the Holy Spirit, the wisdom of the Lord within you, like the DNA of God within you, pursuit of kingdom wisdom. It's like delicious. I love it. It just, don't you want some of that? Like, I wish I could serve it to you on a platter. Read the book of Proverbs. Read the book of James. Go dive into some wisdom. It's going, biblical wisdom is guaranteed to bring you success if you dive into it. Okay. Marinate in that. Understanding abundance, not just trying to avoid scarcity, but actually understanding abundance, that an abundant uh, mentality, living like you're adopted instead of living like you're in poverty and you're an orphan and everything is being taken from you and you're never going to have enough, um, but also not judging people with abundance, at least from your perspective, they have abundance living like abundance is acceptable. And so is um, not having abundance. (laughs) But you can lack abundance in the bank account and have abundance in your mindset. You can lack happy circumstances and have joy in your spirit, right? You can have fruits of the spirit without circumstances lining up. So successful people also, I just don't think that they give in to self-sabotage all that often. I think they learn how to navigate that. And when imposter syndrome pops up, they recognize that's just part of it and they keep moving. Imposter syndrome is always going to show up for everybody at every stage. Get over it. It's like the resilience thing again. Just pick yourself up and keep going. Of course that imposter syndrome wants to pop up. So what? It's going to be there tomorrow. It's going to be there the, the next level. It's going to be there on the next mountain. So don't sabotage yourself by rejecting yourself before anybody else gets to reject you because you think you're an imposter. (laughs) I think successful people are able to zoom out and zoom in, get the macro view and then zoom in and get to the details. They invest in themselves. They invest in the things that matter. They invest in the kingdom of God. They reap what they sow. And I think that they complete the creative cycle. Create, cultivate, craft, commission, caretake. They are finishers. Successful people are finishers. They don't just start over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. They don't get stuck. And when they do get stuck, they get help to get unstuck so that they can complete what they started by creating, then cultivating it, crafting it to excellence, commissioning it by sharing it with other people, inviting other people to partake, and then caretaking it so that it doesn't fall and break after all the work that you put in, and then starting to create something new. All right, I would say resilience com- like kind of covers a lot of these things. Um, and I think the pursuit of wisdom, and I think that the um, pursuit of a a, a leading yourself well in your mind because what's happening in your mind, what you think on, turns into beliefs. That belief like informs your the ecosystem of your soul and your paradigm. And then that's going to inform the emotions that you feel. And that's going to dictate what type of actions you take or don't take. And then you're going to get results from all of that that over time culminate in a legacy. I've heard of this before. It's called the Pearl Practice. (laughs) Listen to episode 222. (laughs) Um, 
Yeah, I think those, so let's say like the thought life, resiliency, wisdom, all of these things, they they really come down to leading yourself well, having a self-awareness and intentionally leading your soul and inviting your spirit to rise up within you and lead your soul, lead your body so that you can live a life with God and bring the kingdom everywhere around you and shift the atmosphere and affect the world, have a ripple effect of whatever is God's doing in you is just like pouring out. And the success is actually defined and described as the favor of God on your life. And people see it and they know you by the love of God that is revealed by what's pouring out of you. Yeah, let's stand. Amen. Welcome to 2024. (laughs) And uh, I bless you. I bless you to be successful. I bless you to have the favor of God and man on your life. I bless you to pursue wisdom and the knowledge of God all of the days of your life, to reap abundantly so that you will, to sow abundantly so that you will reap abundantly. Um, I bless you. All your going ins, your coming outs, your you're coming and going, you're like everything, put your hands to. Yeah, I just, I, I bless you as my audience, my listeners to, to know that God has really great things in store for you, that your identity as a believer in Jesus Christ is in him, that the spirit of God identifies you because of your faith. And when you can operate in faith and then let that flow into expectancy that God is good, and then let that become decisions that you make into unto commitments that undergird belief that cause you to take action, I think it all leads to a successful life in the Lord. And it's going to show that you are bearing fruit and you're going to be full of love, gratitude, and goodness. And the world is going to be affected by you because you are a world changer. You are a kingdom bringer. You are a hope slinger, okay? This is who you are. In 2024, this is the year you step into who you're becoming. You're going to show up. You're going to rise up. And you're going to step into the calling and the identity in Christ that you have. And you're going to be successful. Say it. I am a successful person. I am going to be the person I'm becoming that God has called me to be. And that is successful in pursuit of him, successful in my home, my heart, my soul, my spirit, and my body. And what I put my hands to, God is with me and he will guide me because I pursue the kingdom of God and his righteousness before anything else. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey friends, don't forget to jump into the Christian Life Coach Collective Facebook group if you haven't already, so you can connect with like-directed people and get free resources and ask for feedback, all the things that are going to help support you on your calling as a coach. I hope to see you in there, and don't forget to subscribe to the show.